0: Hey gang, this is Mike Totarella, otherwise known as Lucci, and you are listening to the Refill and Chill podcast. Stay tuned for a sneak preview of Bangerade Volume 3.
1: I need a refill. <laughs> Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Chosen this is the way welcome back to another refill and chill the star wars saturday edition i'm your host dylan fields here with my co-host brandon park brandon what's up what's good dylan uh not much we just had some technical difficulties we tried getting the episode started and it just shut off so glad we are back glad this is working hopefully it doesn't shut off again um we got star wars the bad batch and the mandalorian to talk about but before we even get into that there is a couple of news in the galaxy far far away um it was announced that the acolyte is going to premiere in 2024 on disney plus and it will contain eight episodes that are 60 minutes long. Pretty cool.
0: So are they when they say that, do they mean it's gonna drop all at once?
1: Or I'd imagine it's gonna be a weekly thing. Mm-hmm. Just because everything else has been. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out though that they've already announced that there's going to be multiple seasons, like they announced for Andor.
0: I think that's interesting. I, I have kind of big hopes for the show, so
1: I do too. It seems like there's a trend of the multiple seasons. They just still not announce a second season for the Book of Boba. I wonder if they will or not. I think they're waiting until the end of this season of The Mandalorian. Yeah, Boba's somehow gonna make an appearance in this season still. Yeah. Maybe he'll appear in the 30 minute episode we're about to get this week. Good unbelievable how do you go from almost an hour long to 30 minutes it's just i don't know how you can it's just not accurate i kind of wish
0: this episode was 30 minutes
1: this past episode yes Um, a lot of people are considering it like an episode of andor where it's very story drawn but i do have to agree with some people on twitter who are saying that what were people expecting when most of the uh the prequels were just politics a lot of talking it's not like there's a lot of action um but the mandalorian itself in his, you know history has been very um just action-packed and you know fan fan uh serviceful so this past episode was a little uh slower but it was very great for story building and very great for character development I was really hoping we were going to see something along the lines of the progress of the cloning of Snoke or Palpatine, because we know somehow Palpatine will return. Brandon, um, we could get right into this episode. Uh, what were you? What were you initially thinking when we watched it together early that morning?
0: Um. So, honestly, right from the get go, I kind of thought it was going to be a really crazy episode. You know, we just see the. Um, Interceptors just going after Bo Katan and um Mando or Din Djarin. Um and I thought it was gonna be a crazy episode from there. And same. I honestly the reason I think that I was so let down by it because if we would have just started off with it um with you know um Dr. Pershing, um it would have been completely different. I feel mm-hmm. like I just felt like it was kind of A little bit too crazy to jump from you know Bo to Dr. Pershing, yeah, and just story build right after that. Um, it was still nice though, you know, you still like you said that we got our action pack, um, fan service. I'm curious who that is though, whose fleet is that Thrawn's fleet? Is it
1: that's what I'm thinking
0: yeah, but I'm just I'm curious because I wonder why they're just all of a sudden after her or why now right? Like
1: or maybe just, it's um, um I'm, 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 I'm off Gideons possibly since the, they imprisoned him, yeah, it possibly could mm-hmm. so Dinjarn recovers. He and Bo-Katan depart from Mandalore, though Bo-Katan withholds the Mythosaur's existence from him. Upon returning to Kalevala, Calav- um, they are attacked by the Imperial Squad, who destroys Bo-Katan's home, and they are forced to retreat to the secret Mandalorian um, enclave. Dinjarin presents the armor with the sample and proof of the Living Waters that he has been redeemed. Um, she has also noted that Bo-Katan is welcome to the cult, we'll call it, because <clears throat> she, too, bathed in the waters of Mandalore. And, um, basically, that was the cold open. Um, I thought this was setting up a great episode for Din and Bo. And then we jumped right over to Dr. Pershing on Coruscant, which was beautiful. I mean, the, the imagery was beautiful. Um. He receives a pardon by the New Republic, but is startled to find Ella Kane amongst the amnesty program's recipients. Kane declares to assist Pershing in efforts to continue his cloning research, which has been outlawed by the Republic. They sneak aboard a decommissioned Star Destroyer, Star Destroyer to steal the necessary necessary materials, but Kane betrays Pershing to the Republic's lawmakers and later secretly sabotaged the mind-wiping procedure used on him. This was diabolical. It was cruel. Um, he was a good dude, just trying to do the right thing, and she swindled him. Uh, I think she's going to have involvement in the cloning of uh, Palpatine.
0: Oh, absolutely. Only makes sense. She has some kind of stake in it. Um, it's just a question of what it is. Um Mm-hmm. Because I I think that question they discussed back um, during the episode when they're, you know, on the ship, you know, what did you want to be when you were younger? She's like, well, I didn't really have time to think about that. Um, right. What if she's somehow some sort of uh, clone herself? Interesting. Interesting. That we're just not aware of.
1: Yeah, I didn't think about that.
0: She has some involvement. Either that or she just straight up got taken from her family, which easily could be. That easily could
1: be the case. What if she was Omega? That would be crazy. It would be crazy if Omega appeared in The Mandalorian, like right as the timing of the season finale of Bad Batch, and then maybe the uh, whatever episode that's going to be of Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, everyone wants that to happen. I feel like Omega's gonna die in Bad Batch.
1: It'd be sad. Yeah, I'd be sad. Um, we actually, well, we could talk a little bit more about the um, episode. I, I listen. It was long. I love stories telling, but it wasn't my favorite episode yet. Um, just with past weeks when we've had such great episodes. I mean, we have Andor for a reason. Somebody was calling it the Mandor, like Andor inside Mandalorian. Mando, Mandor-lorian. That's that story. I like when, you know, Mando is out bounty hunting, out working jobs, out, um, you know, protecting Grogu, out meeting with people. This wasn't even about him today. This was just Star Wars. So... If we're going to just do Star Wars, we need to just label a new show called Star Wars or I don't know, whatever's you know, we could come up with a new name, but not focusing on one character because the Mandalorian focuses on one character. I mean, you could have have cut back and forth between Dr. Pershing and Mando's journey and out of the episode would have been great, but you focused for 40 minutes just on Dr. Pershing.
0: So that's why I'm saying that I think um her name was Aliyah, correct? Yes. Yeah. I think that she has a lot bigger role and I think it was more or less her character building in this episode more than we realized. I think I think this is going to be ultimately towards the end we're going to see like why is she so um mm-hmm. invested into this, you know? Um, you know, this all just recently happened. Um, the Battle of Endor was over ten years ago at this point, right? Um, you know, why is she so obsessed with this this cloning? Um, and I, I honestly, I think that's gonna be a the ultimate big bad. Of course, you know, we weren't just gonna have. Ah, uh, pirates, or someone be the big bad for the Mandalorian. Even though, mm-hmm. you know, it is the Mandalorian, and then that would be fine. But to have the first two seasons as the Empire, and then just go to pirates from the Empire's kind of, kind of a big drop off, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Unless it was just like Mando versus Boba Fett in the Huts or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's. I don't know if it would time up correctly, and I know. That this character has a backstory, but what if she was the uh, trooper from the sequel series, the chrome Dome? Wasn't she in Chrome? Oh, oh yeah, I think she had a backstory. So I, can- I don't think it's her, but it would be cool. I thought
0: she- I thought it was a a man.
1: No, it was a woman. It was. Uh huh. Hmm. Oh yeah, if you go back and watch, it's a woman. But I know we don't like to watch the sequels. No. No. I do want to go back and watch them, though, soon. Like, I'm hoping... I'll watch them
0: that... this week. I'll watch them this week.
1: I was thinking about it, too. I just... I hope that the end of this season of The Mandalorian has a tie-in. Something. Just anything that can get us excited about it. Um, I think it'll be more towards Ahsoka than it will the sequels. But they've got to start to tie the two together, or not the two, but, you know, tie that trilogy to the original trilogy a little better, other than just, hey, this is Han Solo, Chewbacca, Luke Skywalker, and Leia. Like, we're getting all these new stories. Like, connect them. Yeah. Somehow made Palpatine return. Show us how Palpatine returned.
0: Yeah, still not a fan of that.
1: You I don't wasted. think
0: anyone is, but I I appreciate that they're trying to go back and fix it. Um, I know our friend Alex on the show here uh, keeps saying that they're gonna erase it. I'm sorry to say, there's no way they're gonna erase it. No, no, it, it's it's done. You can't just erase it and just make it not lore anymore.
1: Disney admitted they didn't take their time. They're blaming Solo as a. Not mistake, but they're blaming it's Solo. Yeah. It's a scapegoat. Yeah, and I liked Solo. I really did like Solo. I just think that they needed to take their time with such a precious piece of entertainment and storytelling. This is not just some machine like they think Star Wars is. I don't know. I just wish it was in better hands, and it is in some parts of the realm with Fabro. And Faloney, but until you get them in full control, absolutely not. They have
0: to be in full control.
1: Yeah. But on a lighter note, we still have many more weeks to find out if anything connects. And we still have a couple more. No, next week's the finale week of, right? Mm-mm. Two more. That's right. That's Two right. more. Two more. Yep. So next week is episode 14, the tipping point. Um, of the Bad Batch, and then we have another week of two episodes, of The Summit and Plan 99. Um, we can jump right into episode 13 here. So this episode was titled "Pabu," which ended up being the <clears throat> island that Genoa was from, Fiji Genoa. Or not really that she was from, but where she lived. So, after informally cutting ties with Sid, the Bad Batch and Omega help Fee recover a lost artifact. Uh, she convinces the clones to accompany her to a peaceful island of Pabu. They're there, they're hosted by Mayor Hazard and his daughter Liana, who befriends Omega. However, a tsunami all of a sudden appears when they're there and threatens the lower levels of the city. Hunter manages to rescue Omega and Liana at sea while Tech and Wrecker help. Fee and hazard evacuate the population before the tsunami destroys the lower city. Hunter and Tech agree to stay on Pabu to help with the rebuilding efforts. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a time jump here from this episode to next week or even if next week has any ties to Pabu um, the following week. I think that this is leaning towards, hey, They've not been in anything live action after anything. <laughs> so they've been on Pabu. Maybe that's their scapegoat is they've been on this remote planet. Um, yeah. I think that's what they're gearing towards. I think they're going to finish up the series, hopefully finish up the series with this season. They haven't announced the third season yet, um, but I'm thinking they're going to finish up the season and end up going back to Pabu to finish it mm-hmm. off. Uh what do you think?
0: Uh I think they're gonna drag it on another season, unfortunately. I don't want him to. I hope you're right. Yeah. But um really only liked one thing from this episode. Fuck Sid. Fuck Sid. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Finally. I was so tired of Sid.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't worry. But to
0: get it, but to get this for an episode, I It I don't know. It wasn't enough
1: for me. Yeah. But... uh, Screw Sid. I've been done with her for two seasons. We had too much of her. Yeah. I know that the Bad Bats were, you know, work for hire. But she took advantage of them. She was not a great character. And glad she's done. No, and when I thought they finally were
0: starting to develop her a little bit more, it's like,
1: he progressed.
0: Yeah, it just went completely backwards. I'm like, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. I feel like a lot lately I've been saying it's not been my favorite episode. This was another case of that. Um, just ready for next week. Yeah. Moving on.
0: <laughs> Could have done without it. I would have rather just not had an episode that week.
1: Yeah. Um. Before we close out today, Lars Mickelson, who voiced Thrawn in Rebels... Was asked on a recent podcast about Thrawn appearing in Ahsoka, and he said, "I've heard that, but I haven't heard anything about it. So it must be somebody else." But that could have been fun. Do you believe it, or are you calling bluff? Bluff. So am I.
0: I think there's no way.
1: No, He looks like Thrawn. He's obviously got the voice. They brought back Katie Sackwell or Sakov. Is that name Katie Sackoff? Sackhoff. To play Bo Katan. They like their voice actors. Um, obviously, Ahsoka's voice on the show, um, the Clone Wars, didn't match up with her age, so Rosaria Dawson, you know, was casted. Um, I wish we could have gotten Ewan Mcgregor and our good, our good, good, good friend Hayden Christensen to play Anakin in the Clone Wars, but they probably were asked for too much money or. Maybe they weren't asked at all. I actually don't know the story about that.
0: I don't know either. That I'd be curious. Mm-hmm. I don't see them really voice acting, though.
1: No. But, I mean, it's your character. Yeah. Um, how hard could it be?
0: Yeah. Well, at the time, they got a bunch of shit for the prequels. What? At the time, before the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. They were... Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think... Yeah. They weren't like,
0: that big on the prequels, apparently. I, I don't know. I loved them growing up. but
1: They aged like fine wine, and I did also love them growing up. They were like masterpieces to me. Yeah, absolutely. Still are, despite Jar Jar Binks. Revenge of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith is still a top five movie of mine. Well, probably top three. Ever. Just Star I mean, Wars I... a top three movie of all time. Yeah, all time. Just all time, all time. Okay, all right. Of the, of I'm, the I'm with you on that. You of you the know. Star Wars movies, it's my favorite movie of all time. Like all the Star yeah. Wars. But what's your oh. favorite
0: movie of all time?
1: Uh, so <laughs> it's kind I of. I feel funny. like
0: it's an unpopular opinion.
1: Yeah, it is. Oh,
0: okay,
1: okay, all right. Um, one of my, yeah, I guess it is my favorite. My favorite movie of all time is Moneyball. It huh. it really got me. Well, actually, I take that back. My favorite movie of all time is *Infinity War*, but my favorite movie that's not *Star Wars* or superheroes is *Moneyball* because it was one of the first movies that really got me excited to work in sports. Seeing the inside of the GM's office when he's making decisions to you know buy players and trade players and um, just the dedication within an organization to, you know, get a winning team. Um, I've carried that through my sports working career and now to my real career, but um, Infinity War takes the cake of all my favorite movies ever. Okay. I was curious what the answer to that question was. I almost forgot about Thanos for a second. (laughs) Yeah. But what about you?
0: Uh, Mine of all time... Hmm. Uh, well, if it's not Star Wars or Marvel, I would have to go. I'm either gonna go with um the second Rocky or I'm gonna go with um Wolf of Wall Street's always been one of my favorites. Moneyball, funny enough,
1: is one of my favorite movies as well. Love Wolf. Yeah. Uh, I bought his book. Um I bought one of his books actually. It's like I don't know. I I actually feel bad because I read like seven chapters of it, but um it's like the secrets to sales or something. I I, I feel really bad. It's on my it's on my coffee table. I forgot mm-hmm. the title of it, but yeah, I love Jordan Belford. Oh yeah. Another reason I wanted to get into sales was from him because he could sell anything.
0: Yeah, that's the same reason I got into sales. Other than a lot of my family members being in sales.
1: Yeah. Well, that wraps up this uh, episode today. We'll see you guys next week when we dive into Chapter 20 of Mandalorian and Episode 14 of The Bad Batch. I'm your host, Dylan Fields. With Brandon Park signing off. Peace. And I will never change. I couldn't even if I wanted to see you. Uh, 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 there's nothing left to say. If I was you, if I was you, then I was dead. A thousand miles away. Pull me
0: Just me, and the gold. And this crippling depression, I thought.